This is the K-12 Engineering Education Podcast for July 11th, 2016. This is the podcast for all the educators, engineers, entrepreneurs, and parents out there who are interested in getting kids into engineering at younger ages. I'm Pius Wong, and today I'm speaking with engineering teacher Jerry Moldenauer, otherwise known as Moldy or Mr. Moldy in his high school classroom. We're speaking today about several things he's learned about teaching engineering over the last several years. He also introduces one of the leading engineering curriculum providers in the country, Project Lead the Way, or PLTW. As a note, we use the acronym LMS in the talk, which stands for Learning Management System. Thanks for doing this. Hey, no problem. And uh, I'm speaking to you today because I know you have several years of experience teaching engineering in a local Austin high school, public school. Yes. And uh, how's that going, first of all? It's going good. It's exciting. I love I love teaching. Um, it can be a lot of work. Been at the same same school, Eastside Memorial High School now, for seven years, teaching engineering. I started as science, though, so let's call it five years teaching engineering. Okay. But it's been a nice, slow, gradual introduction to more and more engineering where yeah. Now I'm full-time engineering. Yeah. What kind of science did you start off with? Started off with biology and physics. And so why did you get into engineering, teaching engineering? Well, I kind of fell into it. Um, I was working with the one engineering teacher in the after-school program, robotics. Mm-hmm. He basically needed that help. He didn't have the experience with the tools and everything. So he asked me to help, and, of course, I was interested. It was the first robotics competition. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Yeah, but, yeah. Okay, so I was like, wow, this is awesome. So I went and helped. I, and in the process of working with him, when he left, he, you know, asked if I would like to go to the trainings to teach engineering. I was like, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. And at the time, I was also um, doing my master's work in STEM education. Right, right. So it was a good that's, chance I took it. Yeah, that's a rarer thing as well. It is rare, but... um. I think that's one of the, being that we do project lead the way mm-hmm. at the school, they have a very, their program is very supportive of bringing in people outside of engineering because mm-hmm. they will send you whatever course you're going to teach. They will send you to a two week, I like to call it a boot camp, but yeah. it's just basically, they call it a core training, uh-huh. an intensive training on that one course course you're, you're doing that for eight hours a day eight days. hours a day yeah. five days a week so you mentioned project lead the way and maybe some people who are listening don't know what that is how would you describe it project lead the way project lead the way is a they're a nonprofit. of course that doesn't mean it's free but <laughs> project lead the way provides schools with engineering curriculum uh-huh. and resources so it includes the resources include um an lms it's basically like a canvas. Yeah, yeah. Um, resources also including everything on the LMS, which is lesson plans, you know, PowerPoints, lab procedures. Like all the stuff you would need. To everything you would need. It's a complete, you know, minus the materials, of course, because you're going to have to buy sure, that. But yeah. uh, everything you need. And I was really impressed with that. It's probably one of the best programs out there in providing Everything. The content. The content. The um, textbook, so to speak, except digitally and all the absolutely. directions. That's Fully, um, like I said, it includes an LMS, yeah. and everything is already published on the LMS. 
So if you're running through Project Lead the Way, you basically can go online and click, click, click yeah. all the way through the year. It's cool. all there for you. Yeah. Well, that sounds great. Did, <laughs> yeah. did Eastside Memorial, did your school already have Project Lead the Way when you started teaching it? Or uh, did that teacher who was there before you do some, make up something? On so, own? yes. Yeah. No, no. We were using Project Lead the Way from the start. Like I said, we started as a STEM Academy. Uh-huh. Basically, I was a school that opened a new STEM Academy. And like, what are we going to do? Well, we want to do engineering. What? Okay. How are we going to do that? And the, the administrators decided to go with the project lead the way. Mm-hmm. And it was already here in Austin. It was in the Austin district already. So I'm sure they just, you know, thought, what are the other schools doing? There were a couple that do their engineering programs, their own engineering programs. And then there's a handful that are doing project lead the way. Mm-hmm. And project lead the way has lots of unique offerings. So we jumped on the Project Lead the Way. Yeah. So what are some of the cool things about about Project Lead the Way or PLTW as they call it? I like, like I just said, the, the variety of offerings you get all in the engineering and they're moving outside of engineering now. Well, it's still, oh, engin- I didn't know that. no, they have a biotech. Yeah. So. Oh I, yeah. I heard about that. I'm interested in that because I'm, yeah, well, no, I can't help you a lot. So that would be good. <laughs> um, I'm interested in it too. Like yeah, I said, yeah, yeah. I start off as science and I actually, you know, I have a, yeah. My degree is biology. So I saw that biotech and I was like, wow, why aren't I teaching that? But of course, I'm good. I'm happy with what I'm teaching. Right. They're fun courses, but you know, you always want to do something (laughs) else. No, so they, they offer the biotech. They have the pathway that what I do is called pathway to engineering, which includes the main courses are an intro to engineering design, a principles of engineering. Then they have the specialty courses, and there's a wide variety of those. You can take civil engineering, computer integrated manufacturing, aerodynamics. There's lots of different. It things sounds like a mini college program. Yeah, it is. Me. It is a mini college program. It's I've never a, actually seen uh, one of those classes in action, so that's kind of neat. The same kids. Do you have kids who start out in the path and they really figure out what kind of engineering they they want to specialize in or is it just kids who are taking it as an elective and just tasting what engineering is it's it's kind of both so you get the elective kids who just want to go through this pathway and then you do get the kids who get to principles of engineering which teaches a wide variety of subjects so it hits on mechanical engineering it hits Uh on thermodynamics it hits on circuits it hits on programming it's on ballistics, simple machines, all which is mechanical, year. all in one year. Wow. Um, even does some stats and statistics. So it's a wide, I call it, it's like a preview of engineering focused on the mechanical. But now I've had students get to that class and then go, oh, hey, this is cool. I want to do this. So where do I need to go? Yeah. Yeah. to college to learn more about this ballistic stuff or more to learn about the thermodynamics. Yeah, yeah. I've had students come in and be, I want to be a mechanical engineer and then do the mechanical engineering and be like, I don't want to be a mechanical engineer, really? but I want yeah. to do this. Yeah. But what it really does, and I try to avoid that. I'm like, no, you know, stick with it. Uh-huh. This was, you know, there's more to it than just <laughs> like statics, which, you know, statics can be kind of scary to high school. Yeah, I love you know, statics. Getting, yeah, <laughs> but, you know, got to yeah. think about Doing trust, they we analyze the trust in POE, uh-huh. full you know breakdown, like um, a bridge thing or yeah, yeah bridge you know do point mm-hmm. point analysis and 
that's a lot of work and a lot of things. Oh, I don't want to I don't want to do that. So I try to you know reinforce. Look, this is just one part of mechanical mm -hmm. engineering. This is just showing you how this works. Yeah, you got to do it in college. What are you going to do when you get to the workplace? Are you going to do this? No, somebody's going to do this on a computer. Of course, you're just learning the fundamentals. Yeah. Um, but one really good thing about the project lead the way stuff, and hopefully any engineering course, is that you're focusing on all the way through, always on design process. Um, being creative, um, coming up with ideas, how do we fix a problem? And I focus a lot, even when we're in the thick stuff like the statics, it's basically teaching them how to approach problems. Even, you know, each little math problem is a problem to be solved, yeah. the way I like to think of it. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to use the engineering design process on that, but, you know, you want to approach it with like, okay, identify what are they asking here on this problem? How am I going to solve it? What equations do I need? Tools. Come up with a plan and embody that plan. Yeah, like a little mini design process there. <laughs> so it sounds like the kids who take these engineering classes, PLTW in general, they could get benefits from it even if they weren't going to be an engineer. Absolutely. If they're not to solve problems. Sure. Yeah, that's and I think any engineering curriculum, the problem solving, design, designing and solving problems it's something we do all the time, right? Oh, my car's famous. My, my car's broke down. What do I got to do? Well, you know, you can take it to a shop where you can, you know, do a little problem solving your own and realize, oh, battery cable came undone. I'm just going to plug this back in. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think it helps reinforce um, the idea that any problem can be broken down step by step, analyzed and handled in an efficient manner. That got a little weird. But you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So then you've been doing this for a while, and it sounds like you've had plenty of years to perfect how you talk about engineering with your kids. Do you, do you well, I don't know, gotten better at it. Do you think you've gotten better? <laughs> like what, if someone is just starting to learn how to teach engineering, hmm. what do you wish you had known, I guess, when you started, either coming from a science background or, or just fresh off the as a new teacher interesting how would i have you basically what have you learned i guess over the years and how to teach engineering better or well i think one of the big things is it's always with engineering you know it boils down to the math it's what keeps a lot of people out my hmm. first approach was always make a big deal like oh here we go guys it's time to do the math now don't be scared it's not that bad i don't approach it like that anymore <laughs> now i just i just jump into it positive positive because you know there are still quite a few people out there, especially high school students, students that have a little bit of math anxiety. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think all of us have it at some level. Yeah, adults have it. Sure. Have it, yeah, I mean, depends. I still have a little bit. Like when I get around here with, you know, people I work with here. And, yeah, when it comes up when we meet and we have to talk math, I mean, you know, I feel a little like, oh, my God, I don't <laughs> want to get this wrong. So you got to be on top it. of your game, and I'm sure yes. you're studying it up or whatever you need right. to do. Okay, so I'm, I got sidetracked. So my point is to not bring that out, the okay. students, to okay. hide it, to huh. just just go through it and very systematic. I do needs to be some sort. I shouldn't say I definitely. I recommend using some sort of structured approach to math, uh -huh. especially the, for the engineering, because there's going to be multi, you know, picking variables, picking the right equation, manipulating, and there's lots out there. So you know, I basically use like a five stepper. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think that's helpful. So did a math teacher help you 
pick up those skills? Are you nope. kind of so you weren't a math teacher before? <laughs> no. Oh wow! So, but you basically are now for certain. Yeah, lessons. I am. Yeah. That's and interesting. I, I realized that, and I was very proud of myself about a <laughs> a year ago. You know, teaching engineering. Yeah, you're teaching. You're teaching math. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, 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 for sure. You're teaching math, but you're also teaching like you said, problem solving. Yeah. I think there's a lot of creative, artistic stuff that happens too sometimes, depending on what. The you're thing trying is. to throw the A in the stem. I'm aren't trying. You? To. You're going all steam I'm on trying me. To, yeah. It's cool. No, I, a lot I, of I was steam before. Ah, can I say? Yeah, I have yeah, my you own. Can say yes. Okay. I'll. I don't. The acronym I think is kind of crazy because <laughs> I like to tell people, the A has already been in there. The A is in the stem because in the engineering, you have the design. And of course, for design, we learned design concepts. We know design. We know yep. to be creative. So I think the A's been in there all the time, really. It's with the engineering. Yeah, you're not the only one really to yeah. say yeah. similar things. I, uh, yeah, there are similar criticisms I've heard about just adding more and more letters to to that. Yeah, yeah. what's next? Teach people. <laughs> sure, it's. I mean, even the. I'll take the STEM. That's cool. Yeah. We, we don't even need that. I mean, the engineering encompasses the science, the technology, the math. Hmm. But I like it. We need acronyms, so I'll go with it. Yeah, no. It's an easy way to talk about it. Sure. This brings me to an important question also. What challenges did you face teaching engineering um, that other schools or other teachers could avoid? Like, that they don't have to even go through this at all. Like, what would you tell them? Wow. So I'm going to kind of go back. It seems like... Don't know if this is good or bad, but I'm going to say it. One of my biggest challenges was not is not being an engineer. Really? Now, I know that kind of goes against what I said. Like, Project Lead the Way likes to bring in people that... Um, that may not have been engineers. Yeah. That's pretty common because there's not a lot of... I know. Of, there's a lot of... Engin- yeah, they get paid a lot of money to do what they do. <laughs> Half the reason why we're having this podcast, get more... <laughs> right. We need more engineers, engineers in there. In there. Um, well, for me, it's just because, you know, I'm a 100 percenter. I like to be good at what I do. I take pride in my job. And there's times where it's like every time we get somebody come in from uh, get a mentor come in and help get somebody come and speak to these students about engineering, always get asked, so what is your field of engineering? What do you do? Where did you go to school? And I'm like, eh, well, I'm not <laughs> an engineer. And, you know, kids ask it sometimes too. I think for high school students it's not as important. I think they get it, oh, yeah. You're not an engineer, you're your teacher, you're helping us with math and science. So I guess to be positive about this is just I learned to focus and be proud of be happy with what I'm doing. I have a lot of knowledge of engineering. Oh yeah. Um, and I've been I've, in your classroom, I've seen uh, a little yeah, bit of what I'm Yeah, and it's kinda of good to think that engineering is not just being math and knowing all these physical concepts and being able to you know, engineering is also designing, working with people, being creative, solving problems. So I got that in covered pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, More important than having the degree is you know what you're doing. Yeah, I've seen some. I know an example of a engineer who came from the field, brilliant, knew his stuff, but ran out screaming after a year just because it's not trying what he expected. Trying to be a teacher. Trying right. to be a teacher, yeah. 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 Yeah, no, I think in one of our other podcasts, we just had that discussion about how notoriously, if you went to school to become an engineer, a lot of uh, teachers or teaching assistants or whoever you may have had 
we're not very good teachers. I mean, they're trained <laughs> to be very good engineers, different, slightly uh, different skill set. Right. So it'd be cool if um, students first, uh, like, figure to teach them engineering actually knew how to teach as well. Sure. They need it first from people who are... Um who can guide them, help scaffold everything, yeah. and then we'll throw them in college and let them hit the yeah. hit the hard stuff. Yeah, that dropout <laughs> rate in college is high, but maybe if we get the right kids in there in the first place, the it won't be so high. Yeah, but I hear they're making changes in college too to try. They to, are. Yeah, they they're bringing the design stuff down earlier instead of saving it all till the end. Yeah, yeah. to try to keep help keep kids in, which is yeah. important, man. Yeah, yeah, and you have the firsthand experience with this. Do you see that your kids? benefit from these programs you already mentioned how some kids they have a better idea of what to study in college mm -hmm. does it help them in other realms like i don't know finding jobs in the summertime or, sure you're or learning yeah helping in their other classes even does that show does that that's the organization part and that comes from every teacher's own teaching method i'm yeah. big on organizing and preparing them with 21st century skills yeah which is a very important part, needs to continue to be an important part of instruction, not just focusing on the curriculum all the time, but yeah, how to do a, how to organize information on a computer, how to organize it on paper, how to send emails, how yeah. to talk with people. And those are the types of things that would help anyone even if, <clears throat> even if they didn't become an exactly. That's cool. Yeah, and but that's you know that's kind of always boils down to an individual teacher. It's really yeah. not embedded in a lot of curriculum. Hmm. You can find it. Mm -hmm. But you got to make sure you pull it out and emphasize it as a topic. Right. Like one right. thing I've switched to recently is for documentation, focusing on paper documentation and electronic documentation. Because kids will, you know, just save things Whoop. randomly, just find, you know, figuring out a way to organize everything. Folders, flash drives. They aren't used to doing that, you mean? No, they, they really? <laughs> well, they are, but... um. They just don't do it. Little guidance, you know. Yeah, yeah. Little examples and just stepping up and saying, hey, you know, this is something that needs to go in your digital, I call it a digital portfolio. As a final question, one of the final questions, do you have any of your own questions about the field of K-12 engineering education? Are there things you're wondering still about how to teach it or um, how to bring it to your kids? Yeah, not to sound like a know-it-all, but well, maybe not. In a way, no. <laughs> I have lots of questions. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but um, you've been prepared really well. Is what it sounds like. I wanted to say something <laughs> about um, the importance of bringing mentors. Just the importance of bringing professionals into the classroom. Just to stand up in front of the students, say, "Hey, I'm an engineer," or "Hey, I'm a I'm a scientist," or "Hey, I'm a researcher." Mm -hmm. When you do that. There's this, you can see this look on the kids' eyes. They just change. They hear it from teachers all the time. Hey, we want you to be engineers. We want you to be scientists. This is what a scientist does. This is what an engineer does. When they actually come in the room and talk about their experiences, the students really listen. They get into it hmm. and they will ask questions that they would never ask me. I think that's huge. So one of my big questions would be, how do we get how do we get more of these people into the classroom? I know a lot of it is time and money. We're dealing with professionals. I think that's of huge importance. Yeah. Or maybe even getting the kids out of the classroom and going to see the professional. Right, right. Which is, still has its own logistic complications. But 
That makes me think of two things. One is, does Project Lead the Way help you with those field trips or getting people in? And number two, do you think that's the same for basically any subject that these kids are, are learning from? Or is it especially important for engineering and STEM as opposed to like English and um, art? <clears throat> I think it's especially important for engineering just because of the challenges that you face as you go down that road. And a lot of the, you hear a lot of people say, no, that's hard, you know, or you need to have a GPA of this, or you're going to be able to do that. So it gives them like a role model, mm. somebody physical that they can see. This guy did it. I had one mentor come in from Austin Energy and told the story of how he struggled. He said, I, people told me I couldn't do this, but I did it. And he was really cool. He handed out business cards and said, hey, any of you have trouble? Email me. Wow. I'll talk to you. Did they, I thought, did they, anyone they didn't appreciate that like I did, but I told them, oh. I said, guys, what you got was, is a gift. Yeah. And when people do that, if somebody hands you a business card and says, here's my email, they mean it. Yeah. And especially if they tear up like he did at one point when he was talking about how difficult it was and how he cares, wants to help other people. I said, that's sincere. Wow. So you know you can email that guy down the road. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's huge. And Project Lead the Way. They tell us, obviously, that we need to get professionals in. And a requirement to be a certified school is to have a partnership, to have an advisory board, to have somebody out there, industry, academics, as part of your team helping you develop your program and talk about your students. Okay, that's really cool. And so your admin helps set that up then? It's not you just finding people all the time or a little bit of both <laughs> it's mostly the teacher right. yeah wow um so you have contacts yeah we have contacts yeah. what's nice is there you find programs um like austin energy has a program where i dealt with one man one one central ah, i dealt with the guy who set up the interviews or not the interviews but the classroom visits. yeah yeah one person and i would get Two people, two new people come in, I should say, two new professionals every month come into classrooms, one class or another, and talk to the students. Wow. And do a little presentation, and they were all engineers, and it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. So. They probably pick out the people who are interested, and yeah, they're good at talking with kids. There's a lot of people that are interested, yeah. too. A lot of people want to go back, and, you know, they want to help. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I know that even at the university level, a lot of people want to go back and help the schools where yeah. they come from. And then like. Like we said, sometimes it's just hard. Where do you go? Who do you talk to? Yeah. I mean, you can't just call up a school and say, hey, yeah. I'd like to come talk to kids. They'd be like, man, you're crazy. I, I need to no. find that out. If there's like a central <laughs> database of professionals who are willing to go out and do outreach like that. I've never heard of one. Yeah, there is a thing. Oh, my goodness. I can't remember what it's called. Hold on. I can look that up. And anyone listening can send me an email as well. <laughs> um yeah, but they don't. Most of the things they have are like skyping in, coming in with a computer. Oh, right. NASA does that, if I'm correct. Yeah, they'll do it. Um, and there are some. So that's a question I have. What are these? What are these? <laughs> these mysterious companies that will help that us. Help yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm sure because yeah, the companies that I like have worked with, they've got different community divisions but i don't know if there's this one central place that everybody goes to i doubt it 
Yeah. But maybe there ought to be. Well, that would be a that's a good design problem for somebody to come up with. A, yeah. An application or a website <laughs> that just connects. Yeah, technically, I should be working on. I that, think that's a good idea, Pies. Why don't you right, jump well, on that? All right. Well, we just came up with a, a new product <laughs> out of the twenty that are in my go to work file. But no, that's cool. Um, thanks. I think that was pretty much the last thing I wanted to ask you. And, All right. uh, I really respect what you do, and Thank you. Uh, hopefully we'll. We'll talk again and hear more about engineering down the road. Yeah, man. Thanks for doing what you're doing. It's awesome to get more information on these connections. I appreciate it. The views expressed in this podcast are our own, and they are not necessarily the opinions of any schools, universities, or other organizations with which we might be connected. Our opening music comes from School Zone by The Honorable Sleaze, and our closing music is from Late for School by Bleep Tour. Both are used under a Creative Commons attribution license, so go check them out. Let me know what you want to talk about in K-12 Engineering Education today by connecting on Twitter at Pius Wong. Thanks for listening.